Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello everybody. Hello. 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 And uh, welcome <laughs> 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 to As the Rotor Turns. We were all shocked. I know. It's like we were surprised. Oh, 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 hey. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi. <Not there. laughs> he was here today. He was. He was here today. He did a I didn't get to teaching. see him. I know. His uh, beard looked uh, absolutely yes, horrible. And, uh, you know, not a fan of the beard. No? No. no. He's not a beard guy. Uh, but your mustache, delicious. <laughs> Those, I, uh, you know what? I can't wait to dye it because it's showing my age how well, it, looks, uh, really. it looks no, dis- you look distinct. It doesn't, you know, like Anderson Cooper, man. Like he looks, you know, well, that's true. He looks that's legit true. all the time. Yeah, he does. You know? you know what's weird with the beard? Who's that? Uh, Drew Carey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, full on rapey beard. <laughs> that's what he's got. You know, with the glasses and yeah, it's like so weird. So uh, you know, hey, by the way, hello everybody. Hello. Uh, this is uh <laughs> start with a little disclaimer. This is the uh opinion of uh Carlos and the hippo Jason, who's cheers founding, cheers uh, founding America's beer right there. And uh Patricio, what's up, man? He's got some stories. I do have some stories. <laughs> and and I can't wait to hear him. Hello, I love you. I love you. You look beautiful. Thank you. And uh, we are not recording from Johnny's filling station today because we're we're in, a, we're in an undisclosed spot. We're on the lamb. That's right. You know, my right on the now. lamb name is Casey Ryback. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we decided mine was. I don't know. You change it a lot. Can I be Art Whatever, whatever you want to use. Yeah. I'm gonna be, uh, uh, for years, my on the lamb name was Vince Palmetto. That's a good story how that came about. And then, uh, but hey, listen, you know who's not opinion is this? None of the wonderful and very handsome Dr. Benjamin Abbo, um, the rescue company one, or anybody that hires a rescue company one, they don't, they may not share our opinion, you know? And, Probably not. No. <laughs> yeah, most, of them, most of them don't. Yeah. I'm sure. And, and, most people don't. And, uh, you know, as of uh, some uh, <laughs> people that are in the process of hiring us, yes, we're not degenerates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you know, uh, I I think. Look what you did! Look at you! Hi! Whoa! Look at me! I figured it out! Yay! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, birthday buddy! Hi, birthday buddy! So I I yesterday I'm I'm watching I'm wa- we're watching the podcast with uh, uh we won't we'll keep him nameless I think his name is, his name rhymes with iron and um and uh he goes man there's a lot of boobs on your show i go yeah my, you know trish had a boobalicious shirt on last last podcast and he goes no the other girl does too so i so i took the man then i go you have awesome podcast boobs keep them up. uh why are you wearing a turtleneck though <laughs> yeah v-necks are the, Jeez. Uh, v-necks are the only thing allowed from now on so, You're sanctioned for yeah. this podcast. We're gonna give make you wear the new Rescue Company one, uh, you know, time travel hat. Time I, travel I, hat. I did order you some TRC stuff today. Oh yeah! Yay! Awesome. So today's episode is gonna be about anybody. Can anybody? Because I gave you guys an assignment. An hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> gave you an assignment. Uh, <laughs> things we think about and don't say. Things okay. you think about Things and you think about and you don't, don't say. say. What movie is that from? Jerry Maguire. 
Yeah, man, that's my birthday, buddy. Man. That's my birthday, buddy. Man. Homophobic, racist asshole. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. You know, the biggest thing is today's. Uh, I told you guys. I said, hey, you got eight minutes to say something that would uh, that you think should be said, but will change someone's life, right? For the positive. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So, like, it's, you know, the whole thing comes from, like, TED Talks, right? Have you ever just, so, the TED Talks is basically life-changing, you know, advice in under, you know, like, some of them are, like, 20 minutes, you know, but they're basically very short, and they're life-changing, some of the things. Some things are sometimes personal stories or anecdotes or, mm-hmm. you know, entertaining, you know, it may be a piece of music or whatever, but it's... I listened uh, to a really good one this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. Well, and so, you know, I said, hey, this is the key to it, though. So, you know, the key to TED Talks, a lot of people don't realize this. This is stuff that if you were asked on the spot, you would be able to give this advice. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's what you did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, like everybody goes (laughs) like, like, we have fucking no time time to prepare this shit. Well, you're talking about life changing (laughs) advice. That, That should be shit that you live by every day. You know what I'm saying? So what you're saying today, and this is the key, this is the challenge, is what, what, what should you choose to share? What you're saying today is life-changing and is something you've had on you the whole time. Ooh, something just died on my thing here. Uh-oh. I don't know what it is. The no, uh, uh, screen. Okay. You're still alive, but another thing screen came is black. Something on the screen. I got a black black screen on there. No, right <laughs> here. Pretty big, uh, too. Yeah. It's an offensive black giant screen. black screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, but Trisha, you were saying something. You did, oh, black screen's back. Black and black, 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 black. You're just making me motion sick because you keep <laughs> all over the place. So, uh, what, uh, what did you do the other day? You were talking about the, so, the, this whole weekend. Was you crazy. had a great night. I had a, well, like, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> We've got to remember the word. So, can't be heard on the, like, yeah. out world. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, no, this weekend was pretty fun because my co-host Aaron and I. Can't hear him. You can't hear me? No. No, so you can't hear. Stand by. Oh, stand by. Stand by. Standing. Actually, I'm kidding. Jack, what? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> what made me do? Sound check. Uh, I've already done the sound check. Uh, I myself oh, yeah. and sound check myself again. Oh, yeah. There, now I can hear you. <laughs> oh, I was about to sanction. So that was yeah. Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Birthday, buddy. No, th- this weekend was uh, really fun. I got to hang out with uh, Aaron and myself, not my boss, Aaron, my co host, Aaron, yeah. from uh, With a Side of Chaos. You need to like actually change their names. Like, so, like, I'll know, just call him A.A. Ron. You know, that well, be- that's kind of like a, we have a we actually have a page in a, uh, operation manual or the rescue company <laughs> one when you have multiple people by the first name. So let me solve this problem. For okay, you. Oh, here we go. So who was there first? Which one did you have first? Uh, a, uh, a Aaron. So your 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 co-host Aaron. Yes. So that's just Aaron. Yeah, that's Aaron. Okay, your boss Aaron is Black Aaron. <laughs> she is sassy i'll give her that yeah so you got so you got you know regular Aaron, and you got black Aaron. i can do that yeah and, uh, and I, then <laughs> we know you'll always know you You'll know always like, know who like trish has got a bunch of amy's you know we got one you know the, 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 i would say you text Aaron and let her know she's black Aaron yeah, from now on yeah. so you know like for example for us here at the rescue company we have mike who's an asian guy mm-hmm. right but he was here first yeah so then the other mike this year is just a white dude mike so we call him Asian Mike. I love it. 
<laughs> I fucking love it. Because, you know, the real the one that's really Asian was here first. It was just Mike. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I know that it, it, it was a fun weekend because in um, – did you guys know what was going on in downtown Orlando on Saturday? No. I, there was a Puerto Rican Day Parade Festival. Oh, no shit. That I had no fucking idea about. Oh, yeah. And I, I was leaving the gym because I met up with a buddy in Kissimmee. And I'm coming back up uh, Roslyn, and I see all these Puerto Rican flags. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I know what this means. And then I pulled up to one of them, uh, to these guys in a Jeep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, papi, ¿qué es lo que pasa hoy? Mami. Ya tú sabes, mira. Immediately, they were like, they were like, yo, it's a Puerto Rican festival. I'm like, crap. So I start blaring the, uh, I start blaring the reggaeton in my car. I'm like, uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. You started simulating. Uh, yeah. I, I, started, I started adapt, adapting to, to my surroundings. Uh, and Aaron was already, me- uh, yeah, Aaron was already meeting me at the office to do a show. And I text him, like, uh, we're regular, regular, Aaron regular, Aaron. Aaron. no, okay, black, oh, yeah. he's Aaron, he's just Aaron. See, this is what already two minutes. <laughs> following rules so i text him i'm like dude are you at the office yet he's like yeah i'm waiting i'm like all right cool we're going on a field trip he's like uh-oh so i pick him up i get uh i open the door i'm like dude get in we're doing spanish shit oh, and he's yeah. like dude no no i already passed that shit i'm not going back there yeah, i'm eat, like eat the fuck out of some food <laughs> <laughs> so I get, I get him in the car and we drive down orange avenue and do the traffic is already like I mean, you already have downtown traffic, and you put in Puerto Ricans. It, oh, yeah. It's it's freaking San Juan at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like San Juan met New York, and there's just no moving throughout uh, Orange Ave. So we parked my car for a we few. Got, we got nowhere to be. We get, you know, yeah, we, we yeah. have plenty of time. <laughs> and we get out for like five, ten minutes, walk around, uh, and we're watching the festival. Now, mind you. There's a lot. There's a lot. A lot of uh, assets out there. There's a whole lot of assets. There's a whole lot of assets yeah. out there, and yeah. a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. So Aaron and I were like, "Dude, this is like, we got some material. Let, let's go back to the office." So we get in the car, and then we go. We have to do the biggest U-turn on on uh, oh, yeah. downtown Orlando to go up Roslyn. And as we're passing Roslyn, I see USA flags, and then I see the black and blue and white flags. I'm like, "Oh shit, bro! What's up?" We have to stop right now. <laughs> and we pull in and I do the the fastest parallel park because there was a semi truck probably around three to four hundred feet behind me. Yeah. So I just pull it in, park, yeah. and he's like, dude, what are we doing? I'm like, we're we, oh, we're going in, bro. We're going into the belly of the beast. We're gonna find out what's going on in downtown. <laughs> and it's an anti-vax, anti-mask rally. Wow. In downtown wow. Orlando. At the same time. At the same time. So just, I mean, they're the same people. So just people that want COVID. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and tequila and tacos was going on on Wall Street. Nice. Oh, so nice. there was so much, so much going on. Like wow. double negatives going on that that weekend that we we decided to go into the the rally and we're listening to the protesters and they're all holding up signs you know the vaccine kills uh that there shouldn't be a band-aid for masks and this guy is saying it's a uh, nuremberg 2.0 nazi <laughs> germany jesus Christ. and we're just like wow. we're just walking around and we hear this guy like look what happened in australia or we look at each other like he probably doesn't he can't even point out australia on the freaking map <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and these are the opinions of patricio and not of the rescue company one just want to put that interesting out there interesting thing that they bring up nuremberg like what do those people think actually happened exactly that's what i'm saying like nuremberg the nuremberg trials were the 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 war crimes that were committed by german officers yeah. during world war ii well there's actually uh, uh the nuremberg uh, rules <laughs> oh, the, the nuremberg rules are actually uh what you use for research anytime humans are involved 
So like, you know, after <laughs> what not to do, what not to do. <laughs> so, so those were those come from They actually they come post trial. They come post trial post like all the different things that happen. Now, so, so like, it seemed like they're using like weird shit to like, you know, stupid, you know? Yeah. Something and crazy. But you, let me in a sidebar. How long do you think it would actually <laughs> take me to find that song on my, uh, on my iTunes that I was just singing? Which one? Probably about 45 seconds. Let's see. I Hold on. Are you ready to tell me? Hold on a second. Ten. <laughs> but no, as as uh, we're going in there, they, they're talking about Nazi Germany. They're talking about Nuremberg, Nuremberg 2.0. Uh, Biden's a. Uh, uh... Mm, mm, mm. Was it 10 shit. seconds? Did I win? <laughs> <laughs> What's this right here? Oh, yeah. This is my shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> By the way, this could be the most offensive song ever. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the song is El Africano. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Is, isn't there a group called Los Africanos? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. But uh, wrapping up the story, because I know we have yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, we're walking around, and, and dude, I did not know, and this is going to be a little bit uh, fucked up for me to say, there was a group of firefighters. <laughs> Yeah, who are extremely anti-vax? No shit. Huh? Yeah, like they, they were out there. They had their their symbols. Their, well, their you flag. know a couple of them. And I I didn't know. <laughs> 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 like they were they were out there. They're 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 doing their speeches, and I must have done like two or three laps in this area because no they huh? they were at the amphitheater. And at one point, this lady comes up, and now mind you, I'm in the all the way in the back, and this lady comes up on stage, and the person next to me, as I'm passing them, they're like. She's wearing a fucking mask. Take off your fucking mask. Aren't you a patriot? Take off your fucking mask. That's so crazy. And I'm just like, it's her body, her choice, I think. Like, did, <laughs> does that it's a, it, is a, it is amazing that, that people like will call you a traitor because you're expressing your rights to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you know they kept I mean? they, yeah. they kept saying the entire time. That's like, crazy. The we're we're all patriots here. We're all patriots here. What is that? We're mean? not gonna. But it was funny because they said we're all patriots here. We're not gonna listen to the government. I'm like, well, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's how patriotism works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But moving on, and this is where I'm gonna end it. As I'm walking away, um, two quick things. I take a photo of myself and in front of, behind me are all these anti-vaxxers. They're holding yeah. up the sign saying, you know, yeah, the vaccine yeah. kills all this shit. Yeah. And I take a selfie and I make it my profile picture with the banner that says, I got my vaccine thumbs up. <laughs> just, just, you know, I'm being a troll, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. fuck you, my opinions. But as I'm walking by, there are these five or six kids ranging from six years old to about 12. Oh. And and they're all wearing plastic firefighter uh, helmets. Right. Yeah. And the and they're all holding signs. And one little girl says, "This God didn't make you a mask, little boy. The gov the government can't tell you what to do. <laughs> the vaccine kills." Okay. And I'm just looking at these kids. I'm like, "The okay, okay. You know, you whatever you've been spoon fed is what you've been fed." Okay, I'm walking away. And then I hear again, this country is turning into Nazi Germany. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay you, you, that's your opinion. Well, I feel like I just passed the Hitler youth right now <laughs> with what you guys got going on with these kids. You, and, know? you know, I, was, I like to do research to like be able to comment intelligently about shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, it's weird, man, what people use to try to like steer other people on other shit. It, mm -hmm. it is amazing. Well, some, some people just listen to the first thing that they're uh, told. 
yeah, and yeah. they and they run yeah. with it. And yeah. That's it. You know. You know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm to make a note here because this is pretty good. I got to remember to talk about this. Now, so, were those kids? Do they have blonde hair, blue eyes, or yes? Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Now I think about yeah. it, they did. <laughs> so you know, he was jacket, the, the firefighter thing is not shocking. You know. As a as a firefighter myself, and Jason's here, you know the son of I'm a son of, I'm a son of a firefighter, yep. and the grandson of a firefighter. So I I can intelligently speak for the, with this. Like my dad used to always say, if it wasn't for the fire department, there'd be a lot more homeless people. <laughs> right. And, right. Ja- and jails will be more overly popular. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You see Nuremberg Trials 2.0 coming yeah. soon. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, and it's just, ah. So so uh I was looking at uh, I was watching this thing, uh a bigger, uh stronger, faster. It's a uh documentary made it's on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with like, you know, nineteen uh he was like nineteen eight uh eighty three was this you know year we're like fighting Iran. And the, and the guy goes, the, I knew that shit was going to be okay because the greatest enemy we had was the Iron Sheik at that time, you know? <laughs> and then uh, and the guy goes, uh, and the guy goes, like, uh, and Hulk Hogan comes in with, like, a Made in America shirt and kicks the Iron Sheik's ass. So, like, uh, the thing's about steroids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy as shit. Like, you start looking at, like, uh, the congressional hearings, you know, in, in the history of the United States by this time. So this is 2005 now when this uh, thing is made, right? 2005, mm-hmm. 2007. So congressional hearings, like uh, how many times have they been called in the U.S.? If you don't know this, like so, uh, right now, I think like 61 times. But then when they did the show, 55 times in the history of the United States. Oh, wow. Where they actually call congressional hearings on outside topics. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that's a big deal. Yeah, and I remember like the WWE yeah. was facing a lot of stuff uh, well, yes. with steroid use. Yeah, so basically the longest time that they've met to do these congressional hearings is a steroid uh, the steroids thing, <laughs> right? Check this out. This is fucking good. So longer, they met less for the JFK shit. They met less for decisions to go to war. Okay, for uh, healthcare, like the healthcare initiatives. Well, that explains it. Less days, right? Right. Who leads? Who's the lead uh, uh, person? In Congress leading the congressional hearings on steroids. This is gonna fuck you up. Ventura. Nah. <laughs> New Gingrich. Nah. I'll, I'll give you a hint. He's currently the president of the United States. Are you fucking really? kidding me? Yeah, the dude fucking ran like he basically single handedly tried to like uh, uh, fuck over baseball. Oh, guess what? His main source of evidence was this is the best part of the whole shit. They call the congressional hearings. Jose Canseco's book. Jose fucking Canseco. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, ele- uh, uh, eleven. You can look this shit up. Eleven hundred some odd misspellings in his book, oh, and improper uses of grammar in English. How do you how do you, <laughs> how do you write a book and not and not hey, have? A, dude, I go. You you whatever you write it, but somebody else has. It's pretty it. sad, man. Yeah. It's like you know. That's what, what. What was that birthday, buddy? I want to know who that who that to be fired. You, you're cutting off. I hear that. Yeah. That, Oh, get on the Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> I said, I want to know who the editor was because they should be fired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like it, that, but you know, so that was something interesting that I saw this week and stuff, you know. But uh that's crazy. You know, let's let's do these uh TED Talk shit because I think it's gonna be interesting. So uh I have picked a random order of which people are gonna go in and uh <laughs> I got Patricia. Okay. 
<laughs> these orders were picked from a random hat. Now, uh, hat. I remember be, uh, before, the, before the show started, um, mm -hmm. I was talking with Jason, and Jason was just kind of freaking out because he didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to talk about. He didn't know how to move forward with, uh, with the TED Talk. And I told him a story when I was a child that um, I had to do a book report. But the thing was, we, we had to read this book. It was whatever book you wanted to read mm -hmm. and give a five to 10 minute uh, presentation about about it uh, to the class. Mind you, I'm 10 years old. I have karate. I have <laughs> I have basketball and I have a job. I'm working oh, at a bodega. So shit, yeah. So I am I have zero time to do outside of the normal that I am required in school. You know, I have a good grade point average. I'm, you know, got A's and B's throughout my classes and I have to do a fucking book report. I don't have the time. And I was telling him that I literally took the book and looked at the cover, flipped it over, read five or six pages from here and there and made up a story to the, to this uh, book report. <laughs> Now, the reason why I picked this book was because it, it, back in my day, we had these little papers on the front of uh, books at the library that told you when was the last time it got checked out. Yeah. And the last time it got checked out was five years before, oh, yeah. before said date. So I'm like, no one has read this book. Check. And I'm like, you know what? I think I, I can get away with this. So took the book, flipped through it, looked at the pictures, made it up. And the day of the, of the presentation, I went up there. Yeah. And I said the name of the uh, the name of the book, the author, and I just went at it. And I told my own story of what I uh, what I picked up from the cover, the back and the front of the book, and a few pages here and there. I made up my own story, and yeah. I went with it. But the thing was, I didn't lose focus on the class, the teacher. I kept eye contact with every single one, and I made up the story, and got an A. I hadn't read the book. I hadn't done. My job, I didn't do Holy jack shit. shit, and I got a, I got applause. Good job, uh, Patrick, because that's how he knew me in Chicago at the time. Patrick, and I walked away. I'm like, yo, I didn't do jack shit. I literally just got up there and imp improvised, and just got away with it. I bullshit my way through this story. And sometimes in life, you you're gonna have to bullshit your way through a lot of things. <laughs> And the one thing that I take away from that experience is like just because you may not know how to do it or may not have the experience or the know-how, if you have the drive, if you you got to do it, just fucking do it. Swallow the pride, swallow the fear, because the fear itself is only going to hold you back. Fear is going to be your 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 biggest opponent. Fear is going to be the guy that's just going to get in your fucking way. What do you do with things that get in your way? You move it, you push it, you just get it out of the way, and you meet your goal, you get the job done. And yeah, okay, I will admit, as a child, was wrong. I didn't, I didn't do the uh, the the work. I didn't do the effort. I I made my own rules. I made my own game. And at the end of the day, I I made it, and I, and I got an A. There have been a lot of times in life where I've been given a, a job or responsibility that because people just a lot of time have faith in me because I'm, I'm the go-getter. I get the job done nine times out of 10. I, I, I kind of bullshit my way through it because I, whether it's, you know, Google, YouTube, a little <laughs> bit of research, yeah. but I'm going to get the job done. And having the drive is all of what, like what you have inside. Yeah. And many times you're, like I said, you're going to get in your own way.
you just got to get out of the way and just get it done. If I can pull bullshit my way through a book report at 10 years old and now, you know, doing, doing marketing and working legal at a, at a great law firm running podcasts left and right. I didn't go to school for law. I didn't go to school for broadcasting. The reason why I got a job as a broadcaster in Colorado was because I was a DJ at a fucking strip club. Yeah. Even at that time, I didn't even know how to DJ. I just knew how to press play. Yeah. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> Top of the hours coming up. And you got Melissa up on stage. Amber, you are on deck. Remember, this is going to be three songs, guys. Last song is going to be No Bottoms. Everybody's working hard. So <laughs> tip properly. Yeah. Tip well. Tip all the time. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I also did that job. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, life gives you bullshit. Hey, you can't bullshit a bullshitter if you know your bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good one. See, man, that's not that bad. Good job. It's life changing for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> life good, changing for kids, somebody. I hope you're listening at home. Okay. <laughs> Jason, did you prepare? You, you don't. Of course I prepared. Oh, yeah. That's I why I was uh, freaking out earlier. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I know. Like, he was uh, probably like, like uh, just like, hold on a second. What? All right. I, I've heard a TED talk, but I don't know what it is. What the, yeah. what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm sure you're ready for it, but the, something however, life changing. It's not your turn. So, uh, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, birthday buddy, were you part of this whole thing? Did you prepare? No, but I mean, maybe that'll make it more interesting. Let's give it to me. I'm gonna put you ready. Go, go. Um, life changing. Um, I'm gonna go with something else. Jason was inspiring about today. And Ooh. some thing I had to remind him of is to follow your gut. Um, it doesn't usually steer you wrong. If you're in a situation that you're not really sure what direction you should go, but you have kind of an instinct that's telling you you need to go one way, but somebody else is trying to push you another, go with your gut. It's not usually wrong, um, especially in certain cases and in you know careers like you guys have all had. You rely a lot on instincts and what your gut's telling you to do. So I think that that's something that I wish a lot of a lot more people could do is just go with your gut and follow what it says. And kind of like what Patricio says too, fake it till you make it. <laughs> that's true. Our words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. Not even eight. You know, it's like two minutes. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so we go. You ready? You ready there? Oh, it's me? Yeah, it's, I, I'm allowed now. It's okay. It's all right. All right. Ready? Go. Sure. So uh, I I felt like I should like have a have a cordless mic and walking around. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I, I really need to. Do you not know what to do with your hands? Right I don't. Now. We're already going to keep seeing this the whole time. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> basically, he likes to like smell his hands. And then, like, you put them underneath the armpits and then bring them up. <laughs> All right. So my life-changing TED Talk is going to be about someone who's life-changing. A person that comes into your life, it's life-changing. Um, it says that I'm being removed. Uh-oh. From this thing here. Uh-oh. I'm sorry? Oh, he's telling stories about me. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> put her. She's sanctioned. Yeah. She's not allowed to talk anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, as a young, as a young kid, I, oh, no, no. as a young kid, I didn't really have much. Um, I had to kind of just do my own thing and, you know, 
I had very little in the, in the, in the means of like monetary stuff and, and being able to go do uh, sports and activities and, you know, stuff like that. So, and, and on top of that, my dad wasn't really around. He was, he was a uh, Mexican. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he was only around like on the weekends. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't really have that. that. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I really have abandonment issues. All right. My daddy wasn't there. Um, so you, I had a person in my life when I was young that kind of that kind of helped me kind of feel that that father figure. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's it, as weird as it may sound. It was one of my teachers and it was a male teacher. He was my fourth grade teacher, and he was uh, he's one of those um, you know tough guys that that hunted and and fished and whatever. Well, he was he was a Vietnam veteran. He d- didn't fit that profile as a teacher. Okay, yeah. so um, what one of the things I was talking to his wife just recently about it. Uh, he was a paratrooper, and he recently got a bronze star with valor for something he did 53 years ago oh wow that's pretty cool yeah but why does it take 53 years to do that you know so basically what my whole thing is there's people that come into your life and they can do something small Mm -hmm. and basically change your entire life the younger you are obviously the the more they're going to change your life because you have more life to live absolutely um but he took the time as a teacher you know, I I was very special when I was younger. Specializing like, you know. Ed, you know, yeah. special Ed. Check, yeah, check. yeah. I thought yeah. your name was Jason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, when, you know, back back then, you, you didn't really, you weren't really treated as much for your disability. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I wasn't treated at all. Uh, you know, I just, hey, you need to, you're, bad, you're a bad kid, whatever. And I got that over and over and over. So, but he would, he would go that extra mile. He would do, he would do things. We had uh, 4-H back in the day. I don't know if they still do or not, but they do. Um, they do. Uh-huh. Uh, so we did like a hunter safety class and it was awesome because we would go fishing and we would go shooting and, and, you know, learn, learn uh, safety that way. So it was always a good thing. And then years later, you know, I'm in the fire department now and he would invite me to go to his school and, and, and talk to his kids that were bad again, you know, yeah. the, the, the worst of the worst they would send to him, you know? And so I would go back and talk to him and now he's hopefully, uh, he, he is retired, but he's hopefully having a nice life over in uh, Montana. Yeah. Out in the woods somewhere. Yeah. So that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's my little story, man. So that's, that's, that's changing right there. Yeah. Changing made you a better man. Yep. Absolutely. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Baby, what you got? <clears throat> Um, well, I had nothing until I heard part of Patricia's story. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, because I'm going to set your clock. She's like, I, I can be it's better. It's not going to be very long. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's mostly for helicopter parents. I think that oftentimes parents, they love their kids as much as, you know, everybody else. But some struggle um, helps kids develop a little bit better. They help they it develops coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that um, if they don't develop when they're young, they're not necessarily going to develop as an adult. And I think 
when you do let your kids struggle, um, it helps them be more successful in the long term. Amen. That doesn't mean that, you know, you have to abuse them, but, you know, a little bit of struggle, I think, works wonders for them. Yeah. They need to learn how to cope with disappointment and mom and dad not fixing everything for them or maybe today at school wasn't great or I mean you still have to learn how to be okay with that and move on and push forward and still have a positive attitude awesome that's all that's, that's great talk. I can't wait for these kids I can't wait for these kids to <laughs> how can I reach older. these kids yeah because right now custom one of the things on my list was customer service <laughs> it's shit there's oh, no yeah. customer service anymore. Yeah. Nobody yeah. gives a damn. No. You know? I do. Oh, you don't you, you don't want it? Go somewhere else. And that's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, it, it's uh so kind of like what Spears heads this whole thing. One of the things we get a lot of questions is like how, how do I get like um how do I get to be a flight nurse? How do I get to be a flight paramedic? And how do I get to be um be where you're at you know like so we you know a lot of times we're on the helicopter and stuff we'll, we'll go we'll fly do you have any more um of america's beer anywhere you got it yeah so like a lot of times we'll fly places which is you know, like people like go hey man i would love to do your job how did you get to be there or somebody will say hey man it looks like it's pretty hard to do that job like you know uh it seems impossible that i could never do it and uh so if i if i this is why i wore this because like i'm gonna I'm I'm gonna travel back in time. So, so time travel agent. Yeah. I can do that. So, you know, so I'm back in time. And uh I can think of a kid that like you could never tell me no. Like you couldn't tell me no that I there's no way that I would be able not to be where I'm at today, like as far as flying on a helicopter, because like you know, I was gonna do that. I was gonna be a firefighter, I was gonna do the things I wanted to do, you know. And a lot of times I'm a strong believer that. You know, you can have dreams and the dreams can be so impossibly thinking that, you know, um, yeah, that but achievable. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, there there is places that, you know, you just can't make sometimes. But a lot of times you'll get a lot from not accomplishing those dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like I played football my whole like life. Like I've played football still till this year. I still play on a semi pro team here in Orlando. And like. You know, I got a lot from being shitty at football. Like, I was great. I was a good high school player. I was, you know, mediocre college player. and uh, But I was never going to be a professional football player. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, know, not with that attitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's got to be realistic. But what yeah, did I get? Yeah, absolutely. What did I get from all, all those years of being on the football field? I'm a good team player. I think about the other people on the team before I think about myself. And uh, and that's made me be able to be, you know, uh, collaborate with people, do different things, be great at it. Because you know what, man, like it's not in uh, the one thing that uh, Teddy Roosevelt he's a good, uh, you know, he, he would never assign somebody to a position of leadership that never played football. So if he's uh, if he's going into battle, all his people beneath him, they were uh, they all played football. <laughs> That's nice. And, and That's you know good, why? Man. Because he wanted somebody that knew how to be part of a team, knew how right. to lead a team. Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, you get a lot from the game and I learned how to be a team player then. You know, so I always think that one of the most important things you can do is be a team player. Like that's that's a life changing thing for me. And, 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 I, and I felt that I was going to be able to accomplish any goal and survive anything I ever wanted in life. If I was a member of a team, 
Does that make sense? No, one hundred percent. And I think I feel that football itself is the the one game where like it is a full team effort because yeah. if if the linebacker isn't where he needs to be, if the uh, if the wide receiver isn't where he needs to be, if um, yeah. it, if anyone is out of place, the the play is going to fail. the The points aren't aren't going to be made, or points can be made against them. Everyone has mm-hmm. to know their 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 role. For mm-hmm. uh, for everyone to, uh, to to be victorious. Yeah, I mean, in basketball and in hockey, you know, they everyone takes their individual shots, right. but it's a collective effort. Yep. But God damn, I don't in foot, but in football, there completely different. It is a full <laughs> team effort to get that one goal. Yes, sir. Woo. So what what do you think? You know, besides football being the the, the only topic, what actually makes people? What made you? want to do everything that everybody told you you couldn't do like what what do you think it is well you know some jason that's a good question man i'll tell you exactly what it was i was uh, my short experience i i do think that my it, almost like ricky bobby's dad right like he was telling me <laughs> you're not first you last yeah. and, then, and then he meets his dad again in the future and he goes shit son you could be third you could be fourth <laughs> 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 He goes, I was high as fuck at that time. (laughs) Now, I lost my dad when I was like nine years old. And like, I I do think that um, maybe I don't have the full information. But from what I can remember from that man, he told me that that you could do whatever the fuck you want. And that that there is no other, there's no option other than than winning. Right. The option is to win. And if you don't think you could quit at something, if you don't think that, that that's an option, then there's no quit in you. And you know, and that's what that that meant to me. And like, and that, yeah, that's why I I you, I could push yeah. as hard as I could, and I was gonna make whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And, and that was just that's just always been my mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Currently, like us here at the company, we're talking a little bit about the stuff today. It's like we're kind of staring a big monster in the face, and we're kind of like against something that people would fear. And and, uh, and that's okay. It's okay to be scared of it. I'm scared as fuck of like the stuff, but you know, I'm not scared of failure. Right. And that's the reality is I can't I don't fear failure. I don't feel that that I'm against something that I can't not beat. Well, and that is the the and maybe I'm just again still working on half information because the man couldn't tell me the second part of the story because he died. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he could have I could be like, son, shit, fuck. Like you could have failed at that shit. You know right, what I mean? Or, right, 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 right. You know, so well the thing is you you it's like saying somebody shouldn't be scared of heights, you know? Yeah. The, you, everybody, everybody should be scared of heights. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared. But yeah. it's it's not necessarily that. It's it's the understanding of what happens when you fall. Like, don't be stupid and go, you know, jumping off trees 100 feet up the air, yeah. whatever. It, it, there's a reason that you're scared, and that's okay. So just make sure that you're doing it the right way. Yeah, you know, man, like, uh, it's crazy. I, I can tell you a couple stories where, like, somebody would, you know, they go, hey, who wants to do this thing? You know, and, uh, let's uh, allegedly be speaking about scuba diving. <laughs> like, they go, hey, who wants to go in? Who's a, you, I'll do it. And then, you know, I get all dressed and people tell you how to do the shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then go in. I'm doing there. I'm doing patterns. I'm searching around and shit. And then they go, you are a diver, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my first one. You know what I mean? Like, but he goes, why the fuck did you volunteer for it? I said, I thought thought you were asking who wanted to go. (laughs) Right. You know, and like, listen, man, like (laughs) reality is, is this shit, man. I don't, I, 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 I'm, was that comfortable there? No, no. 
but I seek to be uncomfortable. I, and, and, you know, like my man, David Goggins. Yeah. Be get comfortable yeah. being uncomfortable. Like my day, my man, David Goggins says, he says, what be, be uncommon amongst uncommon people. Somebody spilled cherry juice yeah. on my computer. Oh, I spilled your cherry juice earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something, man. Just as a side note, if you got like a time schedule in the morning time mm. and you know, somebody's got to keep the time schedule, mm -hmm. but you know, somebody needs their medicine in the morning. Right. Allegedly speaking, you know, hey, look like yeah. right over there. Uh, you Wait, know, was anybody late? No, nobody was late, but there was some Were rushing. Were even close to being late? It's not the point. What I'm saying is the time <laughs> schedule sometimes isn't kept because somebody isn't slightly inconsiderate. <laughs> I say that because Josh. If I had gotten my medicine earlier, then yes. we wouldn't have to fuck up the you know, schedule. And uh, <laughs> allegedly, we're talking about Dick, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. allegedly. Uh, yeah, and 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 that comes first, apparently. Yes. Uh, so you know, but no, so, it's um, rates, I'm, rates I'm sorry to to uh, interject on this one, but uh, you were talking about failure, and yeah. um, one uh one quote that like I just had to, to, to uh, look it up to make sure I got, I got it right, yeah. and it comes from Thomas Edison. And he they, he was asked, you know, what it took to create the light bulb. You know, uh, I, it was ten thousand trials trials and errors, and the new uh, the reporter was like, "Why didn't you stop?" Because I figure out ten thousand ways not to make the light bulb. Exactly. Yeah. I just I just found ten thousand ways yeah. that that won't work. Yeah, absolutely. Failure's your best teacher. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I I remember from like when I started podcasting, uh, my first episodes, my first few episodes were jack shit. The quality, the content, like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But I had the drive, the desire, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do it. It just—if you want something bad enough, you're gonna fail. Yes, and a what times, a couple a couple of times, and from that failure, you're gonna learn how not to do it. Yeah, so you can practice different ways on on getting it done. All, all I can do is hope that my kids, you know, when they get older, yeah, they're not these assholes that are out there now. <laughs> right? So, I I I not quit the first. Just time. like you said. The whole helicopter mom, you know, helicopter dad, or whatever. I that's not me. Yeah. I'm gonna make them do the job, whatever it is. You you do it. You're you're yeah. very capable of doing so, it. So a lot of people probably out there going like, "What the fuck does this have to do with being a flight paramedic and a flight nurse?" I'm getting there. So <laughs> you know, you the the reality is is that you know, and I say this quite a bit. Experiences what you get when you didn't get what you wanted. You see right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's that's what experience is, right? So, why is uh, what is the first requirement of being coming up to that interview day? It besides time is experience. You see, a lot of people will mark time and they go, "Fuck, I just got my three years." Yes, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna take this class. I'm gonna do this thing, and then I'm ready to go work on the helicopter. But you know something? You have to fail so much. And totally uh, as, a, as a as a as a flight nurse, as a flight paramedic before you get there so you can make those situations less and less. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we have on the fly and we base those off things that didn't go right a few times. Right. Right. Times mm -hmm. that I, we made the wrong decisions, times that we made the wrong changes. And you got to be able to cope with criticism responses, yeah. and respond and responsibilities absolutely yeah. so yeah. so to be a good decision maker you have to be you have to fail and you have to seek the right experience you have to leave areas where you're comfortable and go get uncomfortable that's the first step in being a flight paramedic and a flight nurse and i've heard many talks i listened to probably like three to actually i'll take that back probably like five 
different people, uh, you know, on YouTube and stuff who are like, how to be a flight nurse, how to be a flight paramedic. And they give you all, they go to this class, do this thing, go seek this thing. And let me tell you something. You know what you need? Calls. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to leave. Let's say you, you're at a job where you make a lot of money, but you don't run calls there. You know what? You have to leave that place and go run calls. Mm -hmm. If you're a nurse and you like where you work and you get paid really good money, guess what? We don't get paid a whole bunch of times. We don't get paid a lot of money. Right. You know, and we have to leave those. those we have to, like, sacrifice those things. Um, if you like off time, well, shit, you ain't gonna get a whole bunch of that yet. <laughs> so, uh, so you got to be willing to, to make those sacrifices. Let me tell you, Jason, one of the things that I've noticed right now, right now as a nurse, you can write your ticket anywhere you want. Yeah, you absolutely. know, you can go it's make crazy. You can go make COVID money. You can go do all this stuff. And the yep. reality is, you could like go say, "Hey, fuck this job right now. I'm gonna go make COVID money. I can be <laughs> picking up in the ER for like you know seven hundred dollar bonuses and shit like that." Uh, we've been short at my job, my current uh, uh, helicopter where I'm at. But, you know, we've been gutting it out with no bonuses. We've been gutting it out with nothing. Just, you know what, getting our asses kicked and, and doing the job because we love it. Right. You know something? That is dedication. Mm -hmm. And oh, the absolutely. next thing, point number two, that you need to be good at this job and get it, you have to be dedicated. You have to be willing to undo things you don't fucking like doing because you love the job. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. In 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 aviation medicine, and I'm telling this to everybody, carry this with you. Don't be loyal to the color you wear. Be loyal to the job. Mm -hmm. The the helicopter business is fickle, man. Vendors change, helicopters change, things change. I hear people go, I'll never fly in a single engine helicopter. Well, there's a fucking thousands of people that do our job on single engines, and that's all they got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll never do. I'll never fly in this thing. If we change to this, if this company comes in, I'm going to quit. Well, you know what? You don't love the job. Right. Because, you yeah, know, yeah. you know who you got to love is the patient you ain't seen yet. Mm -hmm. Imagine, yeah. imagine risking it all. Like, you got to understand, I've buried hundreds of friends, like not just people that that like did the job and, oh, and they died. And like, I'm fucked, man. I don't know that guy. No, no. Hundreds of people that I've personally say hi to hundreds of people that I've done this with. Hey, cheers. You know what I mean? Right. And taking a drink with. I've, I, I, people that I've spent time with that I've gone to their funerals ah. that I've seen them die. You not seen them die, but you know what I'm saying? I said, them put them yeah. into the ground. Yeah. And, and the reality is this man, you still got to love the job. Right. You still got to love the well, job. The, the, I love the, the job, job, but I hate Trish right now. Yeah. The the job is is to save people. I mean, the, yeah. without without that person there, the, the, you want to you want to talk about some shit. Yeah. When I was in Bolivia, somebody died. A, a woman died be, giving birth. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure people die in in the United States from giving birth, but I gu I guarantee Not as you. Often. Exactly. Oh, you, I guarantee well, you. Well, I shouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, you just I fucked up. You just fucked oh. up. You I totally did just fuck you up. You fucking not, fucked up. Jason, I'm about to stop your story to correct. Oh, by the way, Jesus. by the way, Listen, after uh, I said it, I was like, oh, I have a retraction to make from last week. <laughs> you know, Patricia was right. There Sorry. was a there was a general lead during the during the uh, uh, during the revolutionary the American War. Revolution. The American it Revolution has something to do with Pitocin, right? Yeah. So my name is Patricio. No. <laughs> so check this out in the in the mo if you took what they call modern <laughs> modern world 
Okay. okay. Modern, yeah, like modern, like the, so like uh, developed countries is actually the word that they use on this. Okay. So in the top 10 developed countries, we have the most fatalities for. Are you for kidding me? No, he's not kidding. Jesus no. Christ! It's, uh, it's the craziest thing, and you know why? It's uh, uh, we don't we don't like you know call women too old to fucking have babies. Like, uh, there's countries okay. that they go, hey, you're too fucking old to have a baby. Okay. Hey, you got you you have a genetic condition. Yeah, you shouldn't have a fucking baby. Stop. So yeah. like. So that's why. So Trish was wrong. I, I was totally wrong. And right after I said it, I knew I was wrong. Well, I just like to correct because it's an educational podcast. Yes, I know. <laughs> currently providing I'm sorry to get in trouble. I wasn't, that, was, that wasn't my intention. So we'll just go ahead and add two minutes to that <laughs> and uh, proceed on with the talk. Um, I thought something had to do with Pitocin too, right? As far as what? Like maybe, as far as fatalities? Well, you can research that in your two minutes while you're not. <laughs> okay. So, so. So my third point is on this whole thing. So, so far we've talked about being prepared, having experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Loyalty is a big one. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, here's the third one. This is what you need to become a flight nurse. You got to be an honest person. Well, that's difficult. Yeah, but for lots of people. Well, it's yeah. difficult for people in the penalty box to scream out <laughs> I, answers. I do not have a hard time being an honest person. Uh, so you have to be honest, man. You have to be like a person that can people can trust you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would think so. In, I mean, in the in the world of nursing, so let's talk nursing for a second here. In the world of nursing, nursing's been taught the same way for so many years. And the reality is, is that whole eat your young fucking away that you teach this shit is not working. People come out and they learn how to be assholes. Mm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They learn how to be assholes and they learn how to like not care about the person that works next to you. Right. Yeah. I understand that whole aggressiveness of like, let's be extremely aggressive in the way we treat and protect our patients. You see in nursing, Jason, like we, we basically work as a net to protect the patient from harm. The medicine could cause them. Uh, call, you know, right. create for them. Mm -hmm. So like we basically work our way back from the patient to the medicine. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And like, um, you know, when you're trying to make the patient's environment, the absolute best, make their comfort, make them, uh, make them like feel whole again and try to nurse them back to like their full actual potential. That is fucking nursing right there. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, it doesn't change if the, the environment changes. Right. So if we're in the helicopter, you still got to be a nurse. Okay. Yep. So you first thing is to create that trusting relationship with the patient. And that means you can't be a liar. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can't be a liar. Sure. Okay. Well, the best way you create that best environment in the small thing we work is if everybody works together, the absolute best. But if your partner doesn't trust you because you're an asshole, mm. you're not the best fucking nurse that could be there. Right. Now from the paramedic side, you can't really look at things like, I'm by myself, you know, like usually she's out of the penalty box. Is she out? Cool. <laughs> so if Still you're, yeah, if you're, if you're as a, as a, as a paramedic, sometimes you're, uh, once you make it to the helicopter, you were that lead guy. You were that person at the fire department or girl that they, they like would do the things, you know, like, Hey, this is the hard airway. Jason's going to get this. Right. One. Right. You know, you were that first person on there that would be, do that. Like you, now you're not working by yourself. You're not the guy. You're working with another person. This mm -hmm. is the guy. Think about it this way. You were the best running back at your college. Now you're in an NFL team with 
five of the fucking top, you know, 1% of all running backs, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in that 1%, act that way. Yeah. You score a touchdown, you don't need to dance. No. Right? Pretend like you've been there before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing. Like you can't you can't make things look like you're surprised when you get there. Right. So the, the the thing with those with those type of people is that they have such the ability to pass that along. You have and, to and and help other people. You have like, to. Yeah. Hold that thought for a second because okay. that's that's huge. Like that's a huge thing. I got, I'm gonna get that's actually my next point. Okay. But check the scenario. You get in the back of this ambulance. And you got this fucking like just horrifically looking tongue sticking out of the mouth, vomitous, you know, uh, edema, swelling or the worst airway you've ever seen in your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people have missed it. You're stepping on all the endotracheal tubes right. that they have tried to put into this person's throat. Yeah, I've been there. You know, you know it. what I mean? Yeah. So you're, oh, yeah. you just stepped into the back of this ambulance and you go, what the fuck happened? Yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> you step in the back of this ambulance and you got to go. Don't let that stuff bother you. Yeah, be honest and go like, "Hey, this looks like a bad one," mm-hmm. but you have the tools to fucking be that person there. You see right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to calm everybody else in that in that place down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only way you go like, guys, I don't know if I'm going to get this, but let's prepare for this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Today we were teaching a class here, allegedly. <laughs> in our current <laughs> undisclosed location, we're at a black site yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We may and, or may uh, not be in Orlando. Yeah. And the one thing that nobody could ever say is that, you know, is that, you know, I didn't teach you the steps you needed to know. I taught you the right things. And, and like, you know, Josh was here teaching today. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, yeah, was a, today. Yeah, was oh, good. God, it was awesome you know, to see and, and it's why It's amazing. Oh, he, was, he, he was allegedly here. No, yeah, allegedly. Well, yeah, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the one thing I got to tell you about allegedly this dude, not. right? Like, you got to think about this is you, you talking about a year on the bench like a year and then all of a sudden you like show riding up, a bike show up it's like when the rock shows up at wrestlemania oh yeah man. yeah it absolutely was it was great <laughs> hey, hey. there should have been fireworks and cold. shit when he was bro he Boom. showed up cold <clears throat> and just like like he just did it yesterday yep. and it was and it's great yeah that that right there and i'll tell i told him today i said you know many things i would like to say that that, that today's my last day on earth i have left some legacies behind Mm-hmm. And that's a great legacy right there. Yep. Because that's a dude off the bench that went fucking full on monk and go, that's how you debate right there. <laughs> that's how you fucking debate. You yep. know, I just blacked out. Yeah, I just blacked out. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to kind of pass on, and the thing that how do you how do you get to be a flight paramedic, how to be a flight nurse, and is this man, is just uh be uh, educate others, pass it along. Encourage. You know what the allegedly. Yeah, the, you guys, you guys do a great job of that. I appreciate you. That. You really do, and we try. And and it's it's something that you, I, I guess, instead of being condescending, like there was a there was a couple of medical directors I've had before. Yeah, and condescending dickheads, assholes, whatever you want to call. Them, yeah, you know, instead of the ones that we have now that are willing to teach and explain and 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 kind of guide you on what to do. You know, okay, you fucked up on this. All right, we'll research it, look it over, and and then come back and give me a presentation. Tell me, tell me more about it. Yeah, and then there's the discussion about it. You know, yeah. that's the kind of thing that helps people learn. Yes, not uh, badgering them, and then and then they want to just uh, give up. Yeah, you know, you know, I work for a doctor now, allegedly, 
and he's a he's our he's our medical director and um and uh when he was a new medical director allegedly you know uh, as a young medical director he was my di medical director of fire department you know what i mean mm -hmm. and uh i always like i i i would say that that i always had chiefs and people that were in like the positions that <laughs> thought i did too much right and, and it would have somehow it would fucking personally offend them like it was offensive <laughs> to them to the point that they would, you know, they would write, look at calls and they go, fuck, I got this guy. I got him now. And they would send me to the medical director, you know? And, uh, hey, you know, Carlos, come on in. As a, as a brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as a, you know, uh, Dr. Sal Silvestri, man, I, I love that I love guy. Him. Yeah. And, and you know, doc, Dr. Sal, God rest his soul. I would go in and he would have discussions with me about being a better person. You know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> Just be nicer about what oh you're saying. Oh my God! Don't say that. And I go, Doctor Sal. You know, you know, you're right. You Jason's heard that. that a few times. Oh yeah. my God! My be my the deputy. Yeah, because you know, chief. this is the thing. You could be the smartest person in the world, but if you're an asshole, nobody wants to listen to you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You, yep. know, you nobody wants to listen to you, and he would say that. You know, it's a shame that people don't want to listen to what you got to say because you, you know. You're just a little bit too aggressive about the way you say it. And he would never call me an asshole, but that's what he meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, you know, like, that's the reality of the shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he he was trying to shape a young guy, an 18-year-old dude that, that was telling the world to go fuck themselves because they were like, this, you know, I got this shit. Right. Um, the stuff came easy to me, like, came uh, easy in the sense of that I, I, I didn't fear doing things. And I would do them. You know what I mean? And, and uh so this guy that I currently work for, he, uh, he, me and him had a lot of meetings together, but he always looked at things in this way. The guy that's getting mud on his face and the guy that's doing it just like, <laughs> you know, is the man in the arena doing the shit. And if yeah, you sure millennials is. out there, that's a fucking speech that you look it up. And, and when you, when you're dirty, man, and you're getting this shit, you, you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Cause this is the thing. Like it's easy for that doctor to defend what you did, but he can't defend what you didn't do. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As long as you're thinking in the best interest of the patient, that doesn't mean to be aggressive uh, and have no regard for what your problems do. You should know what you're doing and what you're causing. You should have good reasoning behind it. Right. And you should not be just stuck on a little tiny point. You should look at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. So like that, the, the biggest, the biggest take homes from all this whole thing is, is like, Hey man, don't lie to people. Uh, be honest about shit. You know what I'm saying? Seek the experience. Seek being uncomfortable because it's the only way you're going to get experience and remembering. And like it's true, true to the definition is experience is what you get when you didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And seek that shit. And you got to seek it. Put man. that on a fucking shirt. Yeah, Goddamn. Yeah. I know. I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah. It's not mine, man. I just, I'll buy uh, it. You know, and, and it's like, listen, the, the reality is, brother, that you got to go places. You got to do. You got to fail. You got to fall on your face and recover from it. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw some at you right now about that. So allegedly where I work, um, we have, uh, we, we are now going from a, a little transition from fire department mm -hmm. to ambulance yep. and it has scared the shit out of so many guys Yep, because the there, I, I'm, I'm, I pick up overtime on the, on the ambulance or the rescue and but there are some guys that get mandatory for it and when they get that mandatory they are shitting their pants because they haven't had to function in that position mm -hmm. in years or, or or in a while so 
Um, that's definitely getting out of their comfort zone. Somebody told me this the other day. It was the funniest thing. There was they they named off a couple guys that are that are um, picking up overtime on these rescues and on these yeah. ambulances. And like I never would have thought this guy would have done that because that was one of the guys that was like, you know, not not that guy. Oh, I never go on a rescue. I never did. Guess what? They're doing it. And yeah, you know what? Because of the, the money. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit what it is because they're doing it. They're, so they're putting themselves out there. And even if it's a force, they're yeah. learning more. Yeah. They're definitely learning more than than the guy that's not that's on the engine all the time, not really transporting anybody. You know? Yeah. No, you know, man, it's like it's like you got to put yourself in there. Uh, in a, in the, I'm trying to find this one quote because I think it's awesome. Uh, and, you know, as as a firefighter paramedic, I was always a firefighter paramedic. And by the time I got to the, you know, and I was lucky, bro. I got, I got, you know, I, I was that three year guy that got to be on uh, on the helicopter and got the job. Yeah. But you had a lot of experience too. You know, but yeah, I never, I never shot away from calls. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I never shot away from calls. Exactly. And it's amazing the amount of people that want it, that, that the fire department in the rescue, the ambulance burns them out. And yet they want to go do a, a transport job. Yeah. Because it gets in, it goes in the air, right? Right. You know, you know what the job <laughs> is that we do? It's a you transport patients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? It's like it, yep. it's not like you're on the tower truck today. Uh, right. You know, and right. people will complain about going on flights. I watch people just burn burnt themselves out. I watch people in the rescue that lose their mind. And for me, those are joyous occasions. <laughs> I, I like I like hey, watching Justin. I like watching somebody's soul leave their body. You know, as they're going like, fuck this, man. This is worse. You're like, we've had seven calls today. Nobody's ever done one. And, you know, man, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I looked at uh, uh, one of my favorite Justin times. And you know, me and Justin <laughs> fuck with the story is that I watched Justin. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. I watched Justin just like, uh, look at this guy with bandages on his legs. Now, let's tell full disclosure on this. He had ran on this guy like. A couple shifts earlier, right? Because his feet were like all bloody and shit. He had blisters and all kinds of stuff. So he took him to the hospital, a homeless man. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, now is the shift that I'm there. We're running on the guy, and he has got bandages on his leg. He's at a, at the bus stop. He's calling because his feet hurt. And uh, Justin's just like, you know, he goes crazy on the dude. He's like, you know, man, and like he tells him basically go to like the homeless person uh, shelter clinic. And then I look at the guy and I go, hey man, uh, you want to go to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah, I do. I'm like, get on the stretcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I put him on the stretcher. You know, I, I put him on the monitor. Uh, but, you know, and I just like, you want something done, man? I go, nah, man, I don't need no burnt down motherfucker back in the Zambia. Let's go drive the, uh, there's no steering wheel back here is what I told him. Steering wheel's in the front. Get me there, Jeeps. You know what I mean? And I said, when I need you to move my luggage, you'll move it like a good sky cap. Because that's all you fucking are, man. So get in the front of this thing. And he goes, so by the time we get there, I got a dope, I got an epi drip going on the guy. I got all kinds of IVs going, all kinds of shit. You know, it's like a six-minute transport now. We going? So I knocked out a bunch of shit in the back. I will tell you this. I will put my speed up against anybody. Oh, I'm yeah. good at this motherfucker. Because yeah. it's a game yeah. to me. It's a right. game. Right. It right. is an absolute game. I'm trying yep. to get as many points as I can. on Because you guys are right around the corner from, from yeah. you I'm know, trying to get a lot as of hospitals, many points so. as I can you yep. know, on this patient. So right. I, get, I get my points. And he goes, man, how'd you know how to do that? I said, man, I wish I, I wish I wish I could 
I could uh, waste my time on you, but I'm not going to because you're too fucking burnt. You're too far gone. If you want to know how to do this, I got a class and you can go to that class for free if you want. And that's how Justin came to be the guy he is today. Came to the class. And I, you know, I never explained to him what I did, but during the class, it came to him what I did. And the reality is this, man. Like, if if I would if I would have failed at doing like being a, a flight nurse, I still would be seeking being a flight nurse. I would have right. never given the fuck up at doing it. You know, people, you're gonna go to interviews, you're gonna want this really bad, and you're gonna like not get it the first time. You're, you you know, it's all about testing how bad you really do want this. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how bad do you really want to be here? And how bad do you want this job? And, uh, you know, one of the greatest mentors I've ever had on the fire department was this guy that came on the fire department after I was already there. And it's a guy named Pat Kelly. It's one of the last things I'll say. This guy named Pat Kelly comes on the comes on the fire department. He was a firefighter Brevard for 10 years. You know, uh, probably like 12 years. He was a firefighter longer than I was at Orlando. Mm -hmm. And then Pat Kelly gets hired. And I got a precept. This guy has been a medic longer than I've been alive. You know, type shit. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, that guy. I'm running into that now. Yeah. People are precepting me and I've been a nurse longer than they've been That alive. guy, became, he went to fire school. He went to paramedic school. He went, he did all he, everything he did mm -hmm. because he wanted to be an Orlando firefighter. And it took him. That 10 long. years yeah. to get on the job. Every time they did a test, he made the list, didn't make the cut. Yep. Every time he took it again and he took it again and the fucking made it, you know, and right then there, like that was like his fucking time, you know? And I learned more from that guy, like just how to be a good paramedic, how to be a good guy around the station. And that guy, he's a funny dude to be around. He's somebody that everybody always wanted to like be around. Right. And the person I am today, my personality and all the things was shaped by that guy. Like that guy taught me how to like be a guy that people wanted to work with. Yeah. But, but, but I have to give you credit for it because a lot of people that are preceptors would look past the fact that he's got all this experience and, and one busts his balls. Yeah, you know, that's bullshit. You're an idiot. You're that's right. Being ignorant. Absolutely. Being ignorant. I, I, I completely that's being an ignorant human being, man. Yes. Being an ignorant human being. You know, if you want to know, like, what classes to take and what things to do to be a flight nurse, well, there's probably, like, 10 other podcasts that are going to tell you that. You can look that shit up on YouTube. Be a flight <laughs> nurse. If right. you want to be good at the job and be the person that everybody wants to, like, be, then, you know, listen to this and, like, take these things to heart. Yep. The reality Absolutely. is this. Like, have I helped people? I sure have. I think I have. Have I, have I probably helped thousands of people? Well, I think I've taught enough people and those people have passed that information around mm -hmm. that I would say my number's up in the millions. Yeah. Because you know what? We have people that come through here that teach the things and do the stuff. And I've never kept the information to myself. And that, I think, is what the legacy that we're going to leave behind. As a side note, I said I have kids. I have two that I inherited by marrying Trish. And then I have one that I've actually made. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and and my goal in life, it isn't for them to hear like, yo, your dad was a great firefighter and a great paramedic. Your goal, the goal in life, you know, uh, for me. Is not to, for them to be told how great of a flight nurse and flight paramedic I was and I could intubate anybody is that, you know what, man, I always enjoyed your dad coming in here and your dad was a good man. Right. That is the fucking goal in life. And that is my ultimate job. And like the whole thing is just be a good person. People will give you this job and don't pretend to be somebody you're not. Yep. Absolutely. You know?
So, yep. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry over there. Is it? <laughs> no, 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 Patricia's cry. crying. Over I, there. I put on my fucking contacts. I'm not crying. <laughs> it's like, it's so dry in here. This environment is not conducive for my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, you know, not, not, not to toot my own horn. I, I get a lot of questions from the podcast community. Yeah. In regards to, you know, how, good. how I do what I do, how I, you know, I, I get out there and, you know, just, just brand the name, brand the, uh, brand the podcast and everything. And it just, honest to God, just like you, you have to have, you have to swallow that fear of what you said, you're going to fail. Yeah. And I've failed God knows how many times yeah. in the, uh, in the podcast community, but I'm at the point right now where even with my experience, even with, the clients that I have, the podcast that I produce, the the podcasts that I produce, there are still failures here and there. But we oh, yeah. learn we from them, yeah. and we evolve, and we learn how not to do it again. To the point where, like, if you look at this show where we were, this is episode forty-one. Oh yeah. Uh, and mind you, I've only been here for a quarter of the time that you guys have been a podcast. And, you know, n- not to talk bad about, you know, my predecessor, not to talk bad of how it was done before. But, like, I feel that as a team, we, we've we seen what has to be done, how not to do it to the point where, like, we have a well-oiled machine that's now going to grow. That's now going yeah, to get so even nice. better than what we have now. And in each and every episode, we're, we're getting better and better, whether it's the flow of the content, whether it's the pro- production of the show, whether it's the quality of the, of the audio, we're growing. Because we've learned how not to do it. Yeah, and you know, uh, you, so uh, the the title of the, the 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 topic we were talking about is you know things you think about and you don't say. Mm-hmm. You know that that you know where that comes from or that whole Jerry Maguire thing. So I was from Jerry Maguire okay. in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? It's a it's a gentleman wrote a a memo and he was a Walt Disney employee. He was like a manager of like Walt Disney, and he wrote a memo about things about how. Um, as the company was getting bigger, they were forgetting what was important. And it was that, that, that the yeah, little, that, I see that at yeah, it was the little kid that was coming in and watching this shit for the first time. It is time. not as good as it used to you be. Know. And, um, you know, that's the unfortunate part of getting bigger yeah. is that, you know, sometimes you got to grow, you, right. You got to grow the business. You got to eat, you got to put food on the table, but mm-hmm. you know, like basically what he was saying is, is like, Hey, don't forget how important the individual person is. And that's the key, right? Every time that tone goes off and that flight and you touch that person, regardless of whether that that's going to be that the uh, the sexy flight, that the one where you're doing all these procedures and all the, <laughs> right. the chest tubes and all the stuff and this and that, but giving blood. And this could just be that like regular hold, hold that person's hand and transport them to the hospital right. thing. You I kind of like those transport yeah I'm, yeah, the, yeah i mean the, those were those, those, those are kind of the better ones because like mean, I, I, because lot. because all you got to do is talk to the person yeah. i yeah. had a lady tell me she wanted her granddaughter named after me after i was yeah. done with the transport yeah. i was like yeah that's probably not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> you know is uh is is uh it, those are those are the, those little things count you know yeah. Those are the things you had that that I have memories of and like that the, you know like man if i could tell you there isn't like at least a couple times a week that somebody goes, "Hey man, you remember this call we were on?" And it was this, like that like, shit was all it was like, and I have no recollection yeah, of her right. being there. Yeah, <laughs> like, no that idea. shit happens, man. Like, oh, hey, I'm sure you know, I'm like, sure. but I'll remember like eating a man's, you know, me and this, Wait, what? Me and this guy, <laughs> yeah. right? You like that? Uh, I said yeah. the same thing. You, I was, you yeah. ate a man's what? You know, allegedly, allegedly. 
dude, we had, I had this guy, and uh, he had a he had a sack lunch, and I picked him up, and he goes, uh, "Oh my!" And like, story is just keep getting better, and better. He had a sack so, lunch. He had a sack lunch. So, yeah. So this dude. We pick him up. He's got chest pains and shit. And uh, we're taking him to the hospital. I was at Health Central Ambulance. And uh, we've been getting our asses kicked. I think I worked at Health Central. Yeah. So I was getting my asses kicked. I'm taking him over to Sand Lake Hospital. Which, by the uh, way, millennials, that's Dr. Phillips. That is Dr. Phillips. <laughs> and uh, I'm transporting him there. And I'm and he's like, man, you look hungry. And I said, yeah, man, it's been a, it's a whole day. And this dude goes, you want half a sandwich? And, you know, I'm supposed to tell the guy, like, hey, no. man, you're not supposed to eat anything. But, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah. you're going to give me half of that if I let you eat the other half? And he goes, yeah. So me and this dude ate a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich the whole way to the house. And I bet it tastes so good. It was delicious. Oh, it was delicious. Yes. And you know what? Was it closed, like, like wrapped commercially was a, before you opened no, it? No, it was in a sandwich bag and shit. But the guy looked cool, you know. Yeah. So I, it was delicious. Hey, he's still alive. So. Crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> Crunchy peanut butter. Ooh, I like crunchy. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, you know, you fucking monster. Yeah, I I like crunchy peanut butter. I hate crunchy peanut butter. I I love it. You know what it is? No, you want to know? You want to know what crunchy peanut butter is? Lazy peanut butter. No, peanut butter is supposed to be nice and creamy. That's what George Washington Carver wanted to do. You know something? Wait, what? What? <laughs> Peter Pan. Honey. I said large fries, Amanda. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, I awesome. said it's lumpy mashed potatoes. No. Yeah. See, lumpy mashed potatoes are good. Those are good. Let me ask you no. something, man. Like, like the reality is, see, when you grow up on government <laughs> peanut butter, it's not crunchy. No, it's not. Yeah. So I would get, you know, we get government peanut yeah, butter at the house, right. you know? <laughs> Which is that oily shit? It's got like the oil layer on the motherfucker. Yeah, that's you the healthy mix stuff. It. You gotta mix it. Yeah, you gotta mix that's it up. That's the healthy good. one. Yeah, fuck that. That's shit. the one that's good for you. And then, yeah. uh, and then they changed the shit. Remember, they would they started giving you that goober peanut butter. Like I had oh, the jelly, 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 yeah. jelly, and the peanut yeah, butter in there. Gross. Yeah, that's you disgusting. know something. That is what I call quick, fast, and delicious. No, and, uh, I don't. And, uh, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> So I, know, I, I wish to exercise my Fifth Amendment right. Uh, <laughs> so you know, uh, as uh, I love crunchy peanut butter. You know, yes. that's the thing that we could have like the most serious subject of this podcast, <laughs> and then uh, again, I will say that we go into a tangent of nut of nothingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we go into a tangent of nutty peanut you butter. Want me yeah. to tell you about what the CDC says about maternal deaths? Yeah, go ahead, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. So from eighty-seven to seventeen, the um. Maternal deaths raised 10%. So it was at like seven point something and it raised 10% in that 10 years. And they don't have a, um, it is unclear as to why it is going up so far. Um, it does say something about um, Pitocin has been used not necessarily in the like dosed right or whatever. And whenever that does happen, it, has a chance to cause more hemorrhages and cardiac issues, et cetera. Being used to induce labor? It doesn't specify. Or prevent labor. I'm sorry, prevent labor? Or what, what are they using it for? They use uh, it. Inducing labor? They like- usually use it to induce labor. Correct. So, um, but it doesn't specify as far as like how Pitocin increases your maternal mortality or anything like that. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> the biggest cause of death is um cardiac oh, and then sure. infection and then cardiac myopathy and then hemorrhage we were talking you know about, about we we're talking about numbers earlier yeah 
I'd be interested in knowing because we're talking about age. Yeah, you were talking about age. So I'd that be is also a big. <clears throat> yeah, I would be interested factor. to know if what it the is. age difference. Is. You know what? Uh, you know so what? So it's the, like when people are increased maternal age or geriatric. Elderly. Geriatric. <laughs> so I was talking. They call them was, They do. Yeah, I was, was talking to oh, a friend oh, of mine who what had age do you think? like thirty-two. Oh, what age do you think? Uh, I, I was at forty-five. It's uh, it depends. It it's, it's, it's depends on what you read, but you're okay. looking at somewhere between like 32 and a half to 35 years of age. <laughs> like I was well, a, I'm 35 I years was, of age. God no, damn. You're geriatric. I was a geriatric when so, I had Zoe. Yeah. So <laughs> that is so crazy. I know. So a few things that are interesting, you know, while we're at it, is we are educational podcasts. So start thinking about. <laughs> well, like, listen, you wanted. Yeah. You yeah. wanted me to. You, you start looking at um, I think. I'm pretty sure Pitocin has something to do with. Well, like maybe missed. This is not or, the opinion. Well, what's of, what's the actual research behind that? And, and, it doesn't say. It so, says it's unclear. It's unclear. You know, it does say that like um but independent mistakes yeah. are one of the <laughs> it causes. Says mistakes. But, but those, it doesn't say mistakes. But those are, that's more of like an independent sorry, study. Let me, yeah. let me find the, the right yeah. But Trish, Trish, no, no, no I'm just... sorry. I'm sorry. I kind of want to dive into this. That's more of an independent study, correct? Like not of a like backed no, up by like CDC. Yeah, no, so it's like from many, it's from the CDC. How many how many maternal deaths are caused by like magnesium or anything else? So you know, like the that. reality is, is that I want, let's let's just let's just be clear on on some of the things. Is like you know, um, the amniotic yeah. fluid embolism is one, anesthesia yep. complications, but that's only 04 percent. Like cardiac conditions is fifteen point five percent, sepsis is twelve point seven, cardiac myopathy is eleven point five, hemorrhage is ten point seven, thrombotic pulmonary or other embolism is 9.6 cva is 8.2 hypertension is uh, 6.6 like i said amniotic fluid is 5.5 and then other non-cardiovascular medical conditions is 12.5 and i'm sure once you break that down you'll you'll find out what the other ones are but they've still made an effect yeah absolutely so i I wouldn't just say like again uh throw the pitocin shit out there because you know there is some important questions on pitocin on your like flight exams and stuff like that which we use Pitocin for post, like, hem, uh, postpartum hemorrhage. Um, Non-Hispanic black women are uh, have forty-one point. <laughs> Non-Hispanic black women are forty-one point seven deaths per hundred thousand, and then yep. non-Hispanic American Indian or Native Americans are twenty-eight point three. Um, Non-Hispanic Asians are thirty-eight point. Or I'm sorry, thirteen point eight. And then non-Hispanic white women are 13.4 and 11.6 are Hispanic. Cool. Have you ever met a Hispanic Asian? I haven't. Uh, yes. Have yeah. you? Did I say oh, yeah. Hispanic Asian? You did. Yeah. Non-Hispanic. Yeah. Non-hh- well, non-Hispanic Asian. Yeah. You yeah. Well. I thought I Go ahead. Uh, Patricia's got his hand raised. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, when, that's when a proper, <laughs> proper way to ask a question. When I, I worked in Colorado, <laughs> yes. my girlfriend, uh, my super girlfriend, was uh, Puerto Rican, <laughs> was Puerto Rican Japanese. You know, was what's that? interesting wow. is that the, the other Puerto Rican uh, uh, Asian that I know was a stripper. Yeah. I saw the other Puerto Rican Asian. Yes, yes. I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Uh, I can't even think of a real name uh, right now. <laughs> because they don't reflect the views and opinions of the rescue right. company. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you Equal know, if you to remember, like, postpartum hemorrhage, like, uh, there's a couple good questions on that, like, on the on the uh, uh, FPC exam. And it talks about, well, as you're giving the uh, the Pitocin, you're taking those 40 units and you're putting them in a, in a thousand bag. Okay. Right? And, uh, and then you're dripping that in. And how fast do you drip it? Well, you're dripping it 
uh, at whatever it takes to actually feel your uh, the contractions. So okay. you're so you're trying to feel the belly for contractions post birth, right? Because you're trying to stop the uh, the, 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 the the hemorrhage, right? So you know what's interesting about it is this pitocin is uh, when you give it, it's going to cause the release of oxytocin from the posterior pituitary gland, mm -hmm. which is always released with what? ADH. Well, that question was for Jason. <laughs> pointing at Jason. <laughs> and there we go. So you can go Damn ahead it. and take two minutes. Fisher with the assist. Yeah, yes. Fisher with the assist. So, You're welcome, uh, Jason. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. And the uh, the antidiuretic <laughs> hormone and oxytocin working together is going to cause the, the the pitocin causes the constriction, right? Mm -hmm. The antidiuretic hormone is going to cause you to the body stop thinking that it's losing volume. So it's going to. Hold on, hold on to the volume, right? Right. So, right. Yep. So it's pretty I'm cool the way that kind of thing works. Shit. Yeah, he's just the same random thing. Nebraska. <laughs> I can also screen random non uh, loud noises. Yeah. <laughs> Stapler. Stapler. <laughs> not the answer. We're gonna need you to move to the basement. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> With but your so, stapler. So you know, uh, OB questions are OB questions are shit that people fear on the on the exam. Oh, like like people hear baby yeah. questions, OB and pediatric probably because embrace them, man. Yeah, embrace never, it. You never do it. Yeah. yeah. Right, is there fiberglass on the table? Because I've been itchy the whole. Time. Oh yeah. yeah. There sure could be. I think so. We put it on there just for either you. That or <laughs> how did you know? Is that blood or semen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I've been watching a lot of Dateline, <laughs> and uh, they look so similar. I, I learned some interesting facts on Dateline the other day. <laughs> Number one. I didn't know how many Native American uh, got Indian women, like, you know, like feather, not dot. And I say that with all due respect. And I say with all due respect with no, the Geneva yeah. Convention. Yeah. So, like, um, I didn't know how many of those women get abused and killed. Oh, tons. Yeah. It is. Phil? Fucking yes. an epidemic, yeah. man. What? That yeah. fucking shit is ridiculous, bro. Those Crazy. women are, these women are basically, like, Native American women. Um, they live in like reservations and stuff like that are basically just unprotected. They go oh, missing. Totally. Yep. They go missing. They get beat up and, and like the shit law enforcement get... can't get on the reservation unless it it's is. an FBI. But, but isn't there a law enforcement reservation? Yeah, like, they yes. don't care. It's a man. I am telling you uh, about the, rule, the the laws and rules of the tribe are not uh impacted friendly. Well, not are not impacted by rules and laws of the surrounding. Right, I yeah, understand they, they that. I understand stuff. that part, but I thought, I, thought, I thought they were still I am governed so, by them. I was like, you know something? It, no. it is, I am it's like their own special little thing. Yeah. yeah. I am so fucking amazed that these uh I'm like just and these women are fed up. Like oh, they, yeah. they, the thing they're fed I would up. Be too. They're like they're fucking investigating their own shit. There's a woman out there that's fine, like she finds her own people. You know, I'm gonna have to uh, research that. Yeah, so I, I was uh it's interesting because in our current project that we're working on, the um uh, a group of people that take part in the search and rescue um uh, environment and arena are is the Native American uh, different tribes and stuff like that. They do a lot of stuff that that are they 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 you know they have their own shit, they, right. you know, they do their own searching and yeah. stuff. And uh, it's amazing to me, man, that these women are like this. It is fucking crazy and nuts. Um, that that uh, and, and like you know, as I, I will say that as why? the opinion of me, Carlos, mm -hmm. in the opinion of my company that I started, I will say this: like, um, we're for helping any type. What the hell is that? I don't know. Hello, hello, well, hello there. <clears throat> Anybody? 
That's birthday buddy. Hey birthday get, buddy. Get rid of birthday buddy. So is it her? I don't think so. No. So like um, I'm you know, we're for like helping those situations out. We're for making those that better. So whatever we can do to make that better, we're gonna start yeah. researching that shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's great. Like, that, that's insane I, I, to me. I, I, I really didn't me. know that that was like that. I the other, the other thing I wanted to point out was like, um, church was reading like, you know, Hispanics and black. Oh, everybody got a hand up. Oh, go ahead, buddy. I just watched a Netflix movie the other day from 2017 called Wind River. And it's about exactly what you're talking about. It's about this teenage girl who went missing on a reservation and she was brutally raped and murdered and found like 10 miles out in like this crazy snow blizzard area. And like the reservation police, it's like they didn't care. And they brought the FBI in and they were really restricting on like what they could investigate and what they would do. They wouldn't even declare her cause of death from the rape or call it a murder. They just said that it was um, she died from being in the cold. That's fucked up. Let me tell you something. We're marching for all kinds of different things. We're like, you know uh like against all this shit we're rioting we're doing things you know what i'm saying and there's a and there's a and there's a whole group of people that like that are just fucking unprotected like like you know what i mean like let's focus our attention on things that probably problems we should fucking fix what about the kids that don't eat on the weekends if they don't get school lunch yeah absolutely what you those are the kids that i allegedly (laughs) Where I work, have to send food home with them every Friday so that they can eat for the weekend. Yeah, so that's part of her job. Yeah, that's part of her job. Yeah, and she she tells me this stuff, and we're worried about people in Africa that can't eat, and there are kids right here in the U.S. that they're hungry. Go hungry. You know, birthday buddy is interesting because uh, the kids were asking me that the other day. Like, uh, remember we were having this conversation with the kids? Like, there's people like. Uh, she was like, man, like uh, some of the kids don't get school lunches and stuff like that. And, and like, I'm like, shit, yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember like, you know, being that kid. Right. You know, like they, they, if they're not at school, they don't get to eat, you know. And it's like, yeah, I remember that shit. But OK, so the, Josh's the- wife t- says like um, one of the schools that she used to work at, that was a huge problem. Yeah, that's so crazy. So like the transition is at this particular school because it's identified that they need help. That's all they get to eat is when they're at school. They yeah. don't get to uh, take home stuff. No, that's like when they when they go to school, they get breakfast, they get lunch, and that's it. And yeah. then on the weekends, they get sent home to them yeah. breakfast and lunch. But that's it. No dinner. Yeah. No. You don't you, need dinner. You know, man. Like that's extra. It, I mean, a, if you're chunky, maybe. Like I, I don't need dinner. <laughs> I never I don't dinner. need dinner either. Horrible. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> kids that come to school and they don't even i've had kids come to school that don't even have shoes on yeah because or i had one kid that came to school and his shoes were literally no lie four sizes too small this is amazing it's amazing man like you know we tell our kids too man like you don't know what it is to have no. You know, like, and, and, and you know, no. This generation doesn't know what it is to not have to, to not have and to, yeah. to struggle because. I'm sorry, let, let me stop. I'm going to stop. You. Express your opinion. The other crazy part stop? of it is, is like I've looked into different volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. that like I remember doing when I was a kid and they don't let kids 
volunteer they don't they don't like they're like you have to be 18 to volunteer i'm like well what if i'm right there with them no they have to be 18 yeah you know there's people that like call like and uh we had a person call like for class one time and, and like um you know, Trish hates when I do this, but a lot of times I, <laughs> you know, like somebody will call me and they'll give me a soft story, man. And they'll go like, hey, man, you know, I would love to come to your class, but I can't pay. And I'm like, I don't hate when you do that. So I'm like, man, just just come to class. You know, just come I to tell class. people to do the same thing. We'll talk about paying at another time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's quite crazy, is it? They end up being the people that actually do pay you for every cent. Like they'll pay you every cent eventually. And you know, I don't mind waiting for those. You know, like I've never been upset about that. I'm just that. kidding, babe. Okay. When I said that. You know, he texts me the other night. He's like, Man, I wish Trish would just not get upset at me about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sets you aside from a lot of people because one, I call it an advantage at this point in your life, is you know how it is to go both ways. You've had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Addressing certain that, bus sorry, stops in certain addressing areas. That, addressing that hashtag allegedly, I have. Uh, You've gone I, both ways. I've held a lot of penises. I am a male nurse. Well, yeah, but <laughs> well, I've held a lot of male penises, and I'm not a male nurse. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, what I mean uh, is, you don't forget <laughs> where you came from. No. Nah. And nah. that is what will always hold you a little bit higher and set you aside from other companies and other agencies and other people like that just makes yeah, you a better person is not forgetting where you came from and you can't man i got i just i can't let go of it <laughs> i mean i came from white privilege yeah i don't know about that shit <laughs> you know you know some man it's or not it's amazing like church's parents are people that like give all Everything. their shit to people like they will have nothing and they'll give, just give away, you know. Everything. It, it, it's it's crazy to me. I was like, it, it, her dad is the funniest dude in the world. Like, her dad <laughs> just wants to, like, he wants to give you something. That so he doesn't even have. That he doesn't have, yeah. just to tell you a story. Yeah. About how He'll he go got, buy it, just uh, so um, he, he can give it to you. We need to do a there. barbecue with them. Yes. Because uh, I, I met him the other day uh -huh. when, when I was picking up my trailer. And... He he was saying, "Oh yeah, look at that thing." We were talking talking about <laughs> yes. the trailer. We were we were talking back and forth a little bit. Did he, but did, did he figure out you were a firefighter? I don't Once think he so. does that, so, oh. that, so Trisha's dad is a, is an old school Jake fireman. Oh yeah? Yeah, 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 okay. So All like right. uh, he was when a he, fire chief when yeah. I was a baby. So oh a, no shit, I didn't well, know that. My mom they, was an assistant when they moved here. Trisha's dad is an Okoye fireman. I, back in the day, yeah. I went to EMT school when I was like three. <laughs> hey, I'm not kidding. She, she That's great. Yeah, I did that. not. I, did, so, I do not have a certificate. I'm very upset about that. Yeah, you should. I attended every single yeah. class. I watched every single video. I'm sorry, film, because yeah. they were not videos back then. Yeah. So like, so uh, Trisha's dad will tell you some stories, boy. Like yeah. it's it's pretty good. Yeah. And, and then and you know your camera's on. Oh oh, oh there you go. So, there he is. So so you know. Uh, one of the things I'll do, do one so we can close this up because I'm getting hungry now. Um, <laughs> listen, man, I could really go to for a wing stop, huh? Yeah, no, nah, that's not what I was thinking about. I mean, it's not gonna be as amusing as the last time we went, yeah. I don't want to go if but... that's gonna happen. So, <laughs> I'm you, not even sure either think, one of you are, Patricia, do you ever, have you ever had like uh, McDonald's barbecue sauce? Yes. 
Now you tell me that that's not the most delicious barbecue sauce you've ever put on a chicken nugget in your whole entire life. Well, I mean, the, the sauces themselves at McDonald's are made for the nuggets at McDonald's. Yes. If you were to take, if you were to take that same sauce or same any other sauces from McDonald's and apply it to any other product, it would not be the same. Unless, oh, so you're telling me that that sauce is not on the the barbecue sandwich. Yes, like that's that not, that, no, that sauce is on the barbecue right. sandwich. Well, you that's just a, said that any other product, I, McDonald's I like, product. I like, oh, see, that's oh, I like because like. I'll dip the fuck out of a French fry in that. <laughs> I like, you know, French yeah, no, no, no. But, but, so yeah. I, I, I worked at McDonald's, hot but the mustard? sauces that you have at McDonald's have been tested to be, be put with every other product on the McDonald's menu. Whether it's the fish fillet, whether it's the Big Mac, like those sauces are meant. I feel I, like you're throwing some Big like I, I think like you're like Trish like was blaming shit on Pitocin <laughs> a little bit ago. You're throwing some shit I'm, out there. I'm convinced that uh, you know, McDonald's puts cheese. cocaine in all of it. Oh, totally it does. does. Totally yeah, does. Yes. Have you ever seen? That? Have you ever? You, you you know what you need to do? Oh, you need to it. dip a McDonald's French fry in the gravy in from KFC. But hold on a second. Hold on a second. Somebody just said some shit that I didn't talk about. I hate that kernel as beady ice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Last time I went to the kernel. Addictive chemicals in his chicken. Eat my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when have you done? So, you've made two fast food stops. Don't judge me. <laughs> you I got French fries. Dude, I, I, I was allegedly going out with this one girl. <laughs> yes. That uh, her period was so bad. I'm. That she wanted a Big Mac from McDonald's, a lemonade from uh from Chick Fil A, and the wedges from KFC. What the fuck? No, no. So, let me ask you something because I used to. Call, I'm a woman, and I'm like, fuck no. You know, period. Right? Fuck that. No. Allegedly, but, back when uh, I was let married, me know when you're when when it's over. No. Allegedly, back in the day, well, this was like early relationship um, status, whatever, and, and it was still it was no. totally worth it. It was totally worth it. Was it asshole and blowjob weeks? Like when you were? Well, I'm not. I'm not a blowjob kind of guy. Me, see, me neither. I, you know, yeah. I do like them though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do enjoy them if they're there. Like, I'm not going to be rude, but if you if, uh, no, and here's the thing, and I've I don't that, turn them away. I so, have said you know this. I mean? This like, this comment has has spread from podcast to podcast to podcast, and yes. I get negative comments all the time like on it if, if uh, no i have my card i i am clean uh, i get i get tested every three months regardless of changing partners yeah, yeah. but for you. uh the one thing is that i don't like blowjobs because i feel like i want to do something i feel like if if i'm getting a blowjob it's it's me being lazy i think about the hockey scores i think about that i leave the the kitchen light on things like that if i'm getting there's a blowjob. no absolute thing that crosses through my mind other than there's a mouth on my dick right now <laughs> and, 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 and you know that's me I'm not judging. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. pointing any fingers. I'm just saying that that's like what what I think about. Yeah. And no. You know, I, I because like my mind it chaos. Like I I'm constantly <laughs> thinking about other things. So like not a fucking thing. But the only time like I'm I I, I stop is yes during sex. But for me the the line is is oral. I'll go down, no problem, hundred percent. Oh yeah, but hey, amen. That's my shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and, a, I'm what you would call a certified deep sea diver. Hey. <laughs> Squirt is not pee. Yeah, uh, well, we can argue about that, but that's for another I, I, podcast. I'm a tongue karate master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very particular set of skills his mustache does. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. I just I I'd rather do more with that mouth than have it on my dick. Hey man. All right. I, and you know, I agree. I, I, I see where you're Carlos coming from. You. I see where you're coming from on that, but the reality <laughs> is this like uh I do like a blowjob. <laughs> hey. 
I just I'm, loved how you looked at it. I may not come from it, I'm allegedly, you know, but it, it happens, and I do enjoy it. I love these it. chairs. I do enjoy it, yes. I enjoy these chairs more than a blowjob. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? No, I don't. No, <laughs> uh, nah, you know, like, it feels like you just, like, you're in America when you get one of those. You know what I mean? Like, things are right. Hulk Hogan's ripping his shirt off. The Iron Sheik ain't the fucking heavyweight champion. And things are just fucking right when that shit happens. We beat the Russians in hockey. Yes, that's yeah. happened. That's why I'm getting this blowjob right now. And that is fucking exactly what we landed a man on the moon and she's yeah. sucking my america dick. by the way fucking uh <laughs> speaking about that what sucking dick or landing on america job. there's a blowjob story about the moon landing. Oh, did you ever hear the no. shit no but i heard I about we uh how buzz aldrin uh peed his pants when he landed on the moon so mr buzz not uh 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 is it john glenn or buzz is it one of them but one of them as they walk on the moon because Jungle never walked on the moon. It was uh, it had to have been Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin, yep. And Buzz Aldrin goes, he goes, Balls. Aldrin? We'll look, we'll look this up. And he'll go, he goes, oh, way to go, Mr. Carlson. And he says that, right? And years later, the motherfucker writes a book. You know, he waits till the dude dies. He writes a book and he tells it like what because everybody's always like, What does that mean? So when he's a kid, it's a fucking great story. Uh, when he's a kid, Mr. Carlson is his next door neighbor. And like he's like uh, uh, a ball falls into their backyard, so he's back there and like he's peeking in their window and shit. And the old lady's like, "I will suck your dick when the kid next door walks on the moon." <laughs> and that's what he says on there. He goes, "Way to go, Mr. Carlson. Look that shit up. It's a true story." That's well, so you, you did you know that Buzz Aldrin was actually the first person to uh, take a piss on the moon? No shit, huh? Yeah. So it was originally in in the uh, in the original uh, itinerary for the moon landing. Buzz Aldrin was supposed to be the first one. To get to to come off the uh, the little module, yeah. But of course, you know the change uh, ch- uh, change of plans, blah blah blah. Neil Armstrong was the first one to yeah. come out. Oh look at that puppy! It was, so, uh, it was Neil Armstrong. <laughs> it was Neil Armstrong. <laughs> hey, Neil Armstrong says that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, so hey. on top of that, he uh, beforehand, Buzz took the Did Eucharist to the moon, and before the lunar module ha- had been open, he took the Eucharist. He took the the sacrament wine, and with all the tang that he had drank. He like, yo, I really gotta go. Dang, man. So as okay. he's coming off the the, the lunar module a- after Buzz, We're I mean after uh, Neil Armstrong, Buzz pees into his uh, God, what is it called? The uh, in the, the uner- urinary catheter. Yeah, the catheter. Yeah. So he was the first man to yeah. piss on the, on the moon. No shit. Huh? Yeah. What are the tattoo artists I've had? Was obsessed with urinary catheters. Yes, yeah, we've talked about weird. that on the podcast Have before. We? Yes, yes. we're going to take a minute and think about it, and then uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and close this one up. <laughs> hey, you know, I love doing this shit. I love it too. Yeah, I love this podcast. It's uh, it's funny, man. Like, uh, and I can't believe people actually download and listen to this. <laughs> you guys have a lot of downloads. Yeah, please uh, keep doing. It. Like, we're, hey, like, I just want to say hi to Serena. Because I love her. Hey, Serena. Serena. I love that I got to see her yesterday. Oh, well, I'm very happy you did. Me too. Yeah. Well, I love you, Serena. I love you, Serena. Well, that's a, that, that was a, an echo. There's an echo there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to uh do it like an outro. Yeah. I'm waiting for uh but <laughs> what's that? I'm fucking it up. <laughs> fucking it up. You can't you can't mute me. Oh, I, I have the whole show. <laughs> I, Jesus, what are you doing? You know what? I, I didn't know until tonight that whatever I did, 
did was like affecting everybody. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'll click it through the, the different <laughs> views. Oh, I found that. <laughs> oh, so you're the one who's been yes, doing it this whole time? I am. I, I didn't know. Yeah, because I was fucking muted and all that shit earlier. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. Like, so no. because, uh, let me show you everybody this real quick. So everyone's on the same page. We're all learning. Because I am the one who's plugged into the board, the sound come everything that you guys are saying runs through the board, runs through mine that uh -huh. goes through Spreaker. So yeah. if I were to unmute Jason, here's what happens. Uh, hold on, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> Let's. Oh yeah, because you guys muted hungry, your, hungry, all. You guys <laughs> muted yourselves. Good I job. Did not. Oh yes, I did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. So because you guys are here, if you guys were to unmute yours, your your speaker, I mean your microphone is your computer. Yeah. So you would have feedback, and you would have double voices coming through. So you would have that echo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why I ask you guys to mute your speakers and to mute your microphones yeah. before the start of each show. Thank you yeah. for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if I'm that quote, I have a quote for final thought. But here. Uh, what you got, Jason? Oh, we're doing final thoughts. Yeah. Oh, final thoughts. Um, everybody pull your head out of your ass. And you really should uh, consider the way that <laughs> your mustache looks. Yes. We are selling Bobo rides on that mustache. No, we're not. Today, 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 uh, on the, on the rest you got to pay extra for the karate. Next week. The karate week. tongue. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Amanda, you're up. Final thought. We're not selling um, rides. I'm the only child, and I don't share well. <laughs> that's so funny. Me too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Allegedly. <laughs> um, final thoughts for me. Um, I don't know. Have a wonderful week. <laughs> Stay positive. <laughs> oh, man. So if you're not hitching something, pull your fucking hitch off. <laughs> oh, listen. No, no, no. That's, that's oh. God bless America. You are. Oh, this hey, is you know guy who drives a car. Do you know oh, how many shins car. are affected hey, birthday, by buddy. unused hitches in the United States each and every year? eyes do you have i have two yes, but it's dark in the walmart parking perception. lot it is dark in the walmart parking Don't lot and there is it. no need to walk i mean drive around with a hitch that if you're not hitching you something know. we get it you have a truck you have a hitch you hitch something every hey, now and then maybe well, you're not hitching anything right now you're not hitching anything right now are you on your way to pick something to hitch up walmart. why are you hitching around maybe you had to run walmart it's hey. beers and then hey, go hitch. he drives a car because he's calling it hitching yeah, and you know something. Uh, if, we, if if we were all Spartans right now, and your chins got injured by a hitch, you'd be fucking thrown off the cliff. Just remember that. Well, if you've been injured by if, you, if you've been injured by a hitch, you may yeah. be entitled to compensation. Uh, Go no, along, no, no, no. uh, So check this out. This is my final thought. So uh, uh, I've missed nine thousand shots. I've lost in my career. I've lost over 300 games. 26 times I was trusted to take the winning shot, and I missed, missed, failed over and over and over again, and I did all that so I could succeed. You know who that yeah. was? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, baby. Which is crazy. So hey, which is crazy. Greatest basketball greatest player. Basketball of all. player yeah. every game. I'm a Knicks fan, so but I'm a Michael Jordan fan because I'm a fucking American. I, I said anything it. It was the today. Special, right? For yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah, the, that the, the last dance. If I said anything today that offends you, well, you should have turned it off a long time ago. Oh, Go yeah. Fuck yourself. Bye. Bye.